everybody. Welcome to the Canine Inspired Podcast. This is Danielle, Erin, and Beth. And we are here to explore the connection between humans and dogs and to give you some tools to strengthen your bond with your dog and with your community. Thanks for listening, everybody. Danielle here with Sharpie. Um, Sharpie is my dog. He's right by my side, my sidekick. And today I'm really excited to have on the CAD of POST, the podcast. Oh my God, that was so stupid. But anyways, to have on the podcast a good friend of mine who brings this out in me. And this is one of the reasons why I love her, because she lets me be silly. Um, Miss Corey Semi. Welcome, Corey. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Doesn't it make you want to act silly and weird that we're speaking into microphones? Yeah. I'm <laughs> glad to be on the cab to the pod. Nice. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So, um, yeah, Corey, do you want to launch into how we know each other? Sure. All right. Go ahead and tell, tell the people. We met, what, eight years ago? Nine years ago-ish? Yeah. Around there. Around that time. Yeah. yeah. So we uh, know each other because we have been healing together. Yes, we have. Yeah. Um, Danielle and I both suffer from addiction and alcoholism. And so that's that's where we met. We met in a recovery program um, and hit it off right away, I would say. And then we had common interests. One of them um, was yoga. Mm-hmm. And we started going to yoga classes together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we knew we both had a love for doggies. Yeah. I mean, pretty much for me, it's like female <laughs> rec- in recovery and like the probably the worst like drug addiction story you have, the better for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah, we know this. And you're a dog lover. I mean, could, do you want to move in? Like, well, I got an extra and, room you for know, you. I mean, I really had a hard time trusting people. You were, you know, we, yeah, dogs, we just talked cool. about that. Dogs, I'm okay with. Right. So, I knew we had that common right. bond. So, then if a human comes attached to a dog, if that person, like, loves their animal, then yeah. you're like, okay, you might be okay. I might open my eye a little yeah, bit. Sideways. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um... So then you went on, though, in recovery to do amazing things, too. So uh, what are you doing right now? Right now, currently, I work as an addictions counselor um, with adolescents. And that's mm. that's another mutual thing that we have. We both like working with uh, people in that age group. Yep. Um, and so I work with adolescents who ha- suffer from substance use disorders and also have mental illness in their background. Yeah. So co- co-occurring disorders. Um and it's amazing, you know. Um, Do you ever feel like when you're working with, like, let's say a 16-year-old girl that you're just talking to yourself, but, oh like, yeah. in a different oh dimension? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. And I think, you know, that's one of the joys that I have is being in this position is being able to have uh, sincere empathy for the people that I work with. Yeah. You know, it's not only do I come from a place of logistically knowing what you're going through you right. know from an educational background but I really know what you're going right. through from a human background right and that's kind of we talked about this um at the the another a recent podcast um and that's kind of why I knew canine inspired change would work yeah 
just because like it that was me right and so like you know what helps you you know what worked for you so i never had any any questions about like hey is this gonna work yes it for sure works but like everything else made me question can i do it is this Mm -hmm. you know all, all those things well i think that we get to hold a special sacred place too that it's not um you know we don't get to look at the people uh that we get to work with as this is how you do it, yeah. like pointing a finger to them, but we get to work with people from a special place saying this is how we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And that mm-hmm. I'm not going to point out the way for you, but I'm going to hold your hand and walk with you on the way, you know, and that's a that's a big difference. Yeah, huge. So um, I haven't introduced Miss Erin yet, but Erin's here on the podcast with us. What's up, Erin? I'm just sitting here appreciating <laughs> the two of you and, and <laughs> your, your willingness to share your stories, because I know a lot of people uh, need to, to hear these real stories because, um, yeah, it's 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 not an. A, a solo situation or a solo right. experience. I mean, there's a lot of people, so I'm just sitting back and listening. Well, um, thank you. And yeah. I also think it's important to get somebody who um, is, we call them normies, <laughs> like a normies perspective on this too, you know, because oftentimes I can feel isolated just because like, Hey, give me my people who are in recovery and like, I feel safe with you, but that's also another wall that's built up. And you know, you as somebody who has not had any addiction issues um, coming from your point of view, I'm always curious, like, like, why do you like me? (laughs) Well, and I think that's a fair Danielle and I think well, a, it's the dogs but yeah. I also find myself I I have a deep connection with a number of people that are in recovery um I think for a long time I had a I had a challenging time connecting with humans and so that's where dogs come mm. in I also get this sense from my friends that are in recovery is they just they have a, it's almost like a deeper understanding of themselves it's like they've they've mm-hmm. they've been through something and they've come out the other side and and I don't know what it is but I it's absolutely I see it in you Danielle I see it in you Corey and I have a lot of really close friends that are in recovery and it's just like there's just such a deep like humanness about them that I I deeply appreciate which is so interesting because I feel like I I'm very disconnected from humans in a way and that's why dogs are so awesome but folks that have almost like this like gritty real humanness to them Mm -hmm. I feel very deeply connected to that right well there's some level of pretense that has had to be dropped yeah there is there's in at some point in time you have had to say like me as a a person who's in recovery have has had to say I have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm wrong. I need help. I will listen to you. I don't know the answers. And so, like, once you do that in a big way, um, you know, it's just easier to do moving forward just in any aspect of your life. Yeah. And I think that's what makes us valuable is the perspective that we bring, mm-hmm. not that, like, hey, I've, you know, overcome this and I'm working through this and everything's awesome, but. Mm-hmm. No, I'm working through this and it's really hard, mm-hmm. you know, and I understand how life can be really hard and let's do this together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, can you tell us about your dog, Corey? Yes. I'd love to talk <laughs> about my dog. His name is Nix. Um, he, I got Nix about three years ago 
and he's a rescue dog. And he came from Kentucky, and he was in a, um, a breeding situation. And like so, a puppy mill? Yep. 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 And so he, you know, one of the reasons why Nix is so near and dear to me is that he has a couple of qualities that I find extremely endearing. Um, one is... I guess it's things that he doesn't have that I find endearing. Uh, he doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> nice. Uh, he doesn't have a bottom jaw. So he had a degenerative jaw disease um, when I got him, and it never got treated. So I don't know if you've, you know, I'll try to visualize this for people listening, but the movie The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, <laughs> they have the Who's from Whoville, yes. right? And he looks like he looks like <laughs> exactly. a little Who from Whoville. Exactly <laughs> like that. And da, so some who, people in my... so we call him who dog sometimes um you know he he can be a liquor at times and call him sir licks a lot sometimes (laughs) um but he's also a canine inspired change therapy dog and he is super you know one of the aspects that i love about him is his his ability to be resilient Mm -hmm. you know he's a champ um i'll never forget meeting him and watching him just eat and do things like all normal dogs do, you know. And so I mm-hmm. knew he was kind of special. And so one of the reasons I like working with him, with the people who come to Canine Inspired Change, is about that. You know, it's yeah. about, hey, there's things that might be, quote, different about me, mm-hmm. but I'm still lovable. Yeah. You know? And right. there's still a lot of love to give. I mean, so. there's a metaphor there for what we just talked about, mm-hmm. about our favorite people being broken. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you have a dog like this. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so w- can you tell us about either one of your experiences at um, Juvenile Detention Center with him or, um, or just in general what you get out of volunteering with him when working with these guys? Sure. Well, one of the things that I love about dogs is okay so so you have a group of people that are at the juvenile detention center and you know you don't know exactly what's going on right like we don't know I don't know the specifics of of people and what has brought them there and and what's going on with them but you know that there's some kind of history right so there's some kind of event in their lives that has brought them to the place that they're at today um, and what I love about dogs is they and the event. Have was, I should just sorry to interject. And the event wasn't good, right? Right? You it's know, like probably, we don't need to yeah, whitewash. Yeah, you yeah, know, like you're not. It's yeah. not fun. It yeah, wasn't you're like not usually volunteering <laughs> to be at. You know, I mean, we yeah. volunteer to go there, but yeah. you know what happened in their situations probably not a right. positive thing in right. their life. Um, what I love about dogs is they don't have a. Um, they don't look at you through the lens of shame. No. You know, they don't look at you through... There's no preconceived notions. Right. They're great right. equalizers. Right. Yep. They don't care. Yep. They have no idea, you know. Nor do they care. Nope. Nope. Right. And it doesn't matter. There's you know? some sort of unspoken energetic component there that I think dogs bring to the table when yep. when dealing with people. And especially in this polarized world where... Um, People think we're so different from other people, mm-hmm. um, and we're really not. Right. Right. I mean, we just really all want a little bit of peace and uh, some food and roof over our head and 
nobody to mess with us. It's just. And I think we all crave connection. Yeah. You know? Right. And so here, you know, we go into juvenile detention center and where it can look on the surface where we don't have a lot in common with these young boys in there. Most of them are um, young men of color. They look at these two crazy white ladies coming in with their dogs. <laughs> what, these, what? Why do you want to be here? <laughs> yeah. And then by the end, um, we're just all people yeah. hanging out, yeah. um, trying to help each other a little bit. And I love, you know, one of the things I love most about going there is is you have these guys come out, you know, and sometimes they're all kind of acting a little rough around the edges, you know, a little tough guy syndrome and, mm-hmm. and I'm okay and this doesn't affect me and this and that and kind of giving you smug looks and mm-hmm. don't really care that Nick's is there, you know. Mm-hmm. And by the end, it takes one hour. <laughs> by the end of the hour everybody in that room is holding him like a baby yep <laughs> you know yep. and just so happy and tickled pink that right. we're there and it's right. like where did where did that where did that tough guy go right <laughs> you know do yeah. you do you get any sense that nicks like understands like after like once you leave juvie do you feel like yeah, he, he really got something out of this yeah well nicks nicks knows he has a purpose <laughs> you know um I think dogs are just in general like, yes, we're here to help you, mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And then when that actually happens, they're like, well, isn't there a seat? Like, was that so hard? Right. <laughs> like, that's why we're here mm-hmm. in large part. We can help you. And he's just he's just this little bubble of love, like mm-hmm. waiting to give it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And he just sits there with his little tail wagging and you know he loves the attention right. he loves seeing other people that he hasn't seen before you know well i know a lot of the students at at um, juvenile detention center in particularly love to hear sharpie's story because he sharpie was in a home that he wasn't doing well in he mm-hmm. was he just was biting people he was like not potty trained he was barking non-stop and so his original humans hired me as a dog trainer to help them. And um, at about four months old, they realized, like, we have this dog that we can't be good parents to. Um, Luckily, they had the wherewithal to know that. So then they asked me if I would adopt him. So I always say it's a private adoption. And, of course, I said yes because we really bonded. Um, And then he turned right around with me. And then for him to be a therapy dog is really a powerful story for these kids. They always want to know that. And they never remember my name. They never even really remember the name of Canine Inspired Change. They remember Sharpie and that he, I adopted him when he was four months old. And they remember my, how many years I have sober. Yeah. That's what they remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, girl. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I just thanks, love Corey. you. I love you too. Thanks all right, for so all you do. Uh, thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, everybody, we've got some really cool class offerings for you. It's uh, it's called Canine Connection, and this is a class where you can come in with your dog, um, and have some connection, do some trick training, do a little obedience. We'll do some breathing exercises. Maybe we'll even do a little bit of movement. Um, And it's limited to seven people in real life at our offices um, in the Wilder Foundation building. Or it's unlimited on Zoom. So Aaron will be teaching the one on Zoom. I will be teaching the one 
here in our offices. It's all about um, supporting you, supporting you and doing something for you and your dog here. Uh, we also have, um, we've got a lot of cool stuff happening. Why don't you just jump over to our website, canineinspirechange.org. Check it out. And in the meantime, we see, I see you. You matter. And send in your questions to us. We will take uh, obedience uh, training questions on our podcast coming up. And until next time, get out there and do good with your dogs.